<laughs> kind of, yeah, but yeah. Scott. And I'm your co-host, Mikey Make Everything. I want to say one quick thing. Every show, I come in here, I don't know what the song is. He has the song already planned out. <laughs> and every time I get here, I am happily surprised. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> Good That's job, the, that the thing. I, just try, I try to set the tone and get it hyped. I don't know what we went through before, but it's like, this is a clean slate. Yeah. We're going to bring it. We're going to bring so it. Yeah, so it's like, it's like set the tone, man, no matter what's going on. It's solid. We still got a job to do. You know I what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, you know, let's, uh, we're just doing our thing. Um, I just want to say, like, I, I kind of miss that element in the beats, the, uh, that... Because that's in everything in the 90s. Yeah. Cypress Hill used yeah. it. Uh, Public Enemy used it. Yeah. That was like that. That's how you hype the crowd up. Noise. Like, yeah. That was like the noise they used in the early 90s. Yeah. I call it the hip-hop tea kettle. Okay. Yeah. It, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, solid. solid. All right. Work. Let's get into the news. Sounds good to go. In the booth, we get to go. All right. Hope y'all can hear us out there. All right. Donald Trump Trump. says that you need a picture ID to buy groceries. And in case you haven't heard it, here he is. We believe that only American citizens should vote in American elections. Which is why the time has come for voter ID, like everything else. Voter ID. 
You know, if you go out and you want to buy groceries, you need a picture on a card. You need ID. You go out and you want to buy anything, you need ID and you need your picture. In this country, the only time you don't need it, in many cases, is when you want to vote for a president, when you want to vote for a senator, when you want to vote for a governor or a congressman. It's crazy. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, you don't need, you don't need that. No, you don't. You don't need, you don't need that. Only time you need an ID is to buy, to buy beer. Yeah, and then like they, Sarah Huckabee was on there, and she was saying that you only need ID when you buy an alcohol, but he didn't, he didn't say that. Yeah. This is what he said was that you need ID to buy groceries, which is not the case. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't know. So anyway, so what? <laughs> I would just like to know if uh, if it, would you guys like to think about that out there because I think that's obviously it's just kind of a panic thing. It's just another tool used to like trying to separate us in a weird way. But I mean, it's just not necessary. Like I mean, like it's not like voter ID fraud is not necessarily like a big issue in a sense. It's not like it's, it's like, a thing it's that's just, changing anything, it's affecting also coming anything. From the guy who who used yeah. Russian collusion to win the election. Yeah, it's so just, it's like it's oh, just, what's what's ID gonna do? You yeah. know, if you like. Yeah. You know, what's ID gonna do if you got people helping you out from Russia? Yeah, it's just an effective tool, you know what I mean, for him to like scapegoat like you know other like you know his his, his crazy reasons for really just wanting like brown people out of the country. He's just like, oh no, it's because of this. It's not because of that. It's because of this. It's not because of that. He's like, yeah. if they don't have ID, yeah. and that's another way that I can manipulate the system yeah. so that they don't get the vote, you know, so that they didn't get this this certain type of identification. Yeah, they don't get the vote. Therefore, it takes them out of everything. It yeah. takes them. It, it takes and, them out and of if they scenario. do have it, it's just another way for them to track them and just kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's messed up because it's like in some ways it's sad. You don't want like people who don't live here to vote here to have an effect effect on the, on the elections, but you're allowing that to happen in many other ways besides this. Like the problem you're creating is something worse. Like so. a, the the main tool for deportation yeah. has been like, you know, the stops like a DUI or anything like that. That's like the main way that they're like, oh, we're Boop de boop. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. So now they're trying to get them another reason for them, another way for them to vote. Yeah. Another identification card. That's yeah. just that's whack. Yeah. All right. Moving forward. Uh, if you haven't heard of this group called Q, it's oh, it's QAnon. QAnon, but it's not like it's a group. It's kind of a group, but it's kind of from like a. a it's like people follow this internet being called QAnon. So I hate to even like make this a thing because like. I feel like I'm just gonna make it worse, but like it's already worse at well, this like, point because they hit mainstream. But like these are groups on like 4chan and the HN, all this other stuff, yeah. just where the internet goes to just make up whatever they want. Like nothing, don't believe anything you read there. It's, it's, For entertainment purposes only. That's how I look at this it. This is like the number yeah. 23 movie. Yeah, but it's like yeah, <laughs> but so like so anyway. So this guy's a QAnon. It's supposed to be this like government agent, deep you know, this rogue like FBI agent or something like that who's like. Agent going Orange. rogue, yeah, going rogue, deep, and he's gonna expose. He's gonna expose the deep state in the government, which is um, also completely made up. And so they're trying to say this, like, this is a deep state of government that's trying to control things and get Trump out of office. If they had that much control, they would have had him out of office. Yeah, due to their like the way they're making this seem, I don't know. And so like, there's this person who's pretty much makes up like fabricates these stories, and puts is, out little tidbits. His name is Deep Troller. Yeah, to like to like. <laughs> You know, get people like interested, and so this is all completely. I mean, they got stupid, crazy theories that like Super that, like JP Morgan sucked the Titanic and all this other stuff. I'm talking about these people are crazy. The thing is, is that now they're showing people that support this are showing up in groups as like 
a group. Like they show up with these Q shirts at Trump rallies now, as in like a large oh, group wow. of supporters for him. And I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. Now you really got a couple nutcases out there like supporting you. And I wonder at what point in time you're gonna like stop and think to yourself like, you know, like what like what am I doing to get these people here? You yeah. know, you're do- if you're attracting the wrong, you're doing something wrong if you're attracting the wrong. Yeah, d- d- they're out there looking like Quail Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> duck reference. <laughs> and they have to think it's like there's a storm coming. Yeah, and, it, and they, 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 it's like Pizzagate on bath salts. So yeah, it's like one, one kind of name for this group. Yeah, it's pretty much what it, exactly what it is. And there's the thing because they, they used to think the same thing too. They think like Democrats are like running these still like these prostitution rings all over the place. These people are crazy, man. Yeah. Like, they just they leave it. So they see, if you ever see somebody walking around with like a big Q on their shirt, be scared. Yeah, be scared, <laughs> man. Because you, you they don't believe know what, some wild you know, stuff. Yeah, you know what they're gonna do or say? Don't leave them with your kids. Mm-mm. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> it's just so extreme, man. Anyways, all right, let's move forward a little bit. So. <sighs> Moving back to more like presidential news. This is going to be a lot of Trump stuff today. So, but you know that's what's happening in the world because that's what most messed up things that's happening. So we got to be informed in a way. So Trump uh, is repeating his defense, um, re- repeating Giuliani's defense um, for him that collusion is not a crime. And I, they're going to go ahead and say that collusion is a crime. Yeah. And I'm gonna go ahead, go ahead and say that. And that <laughs> the only reason why you don't think it is a crime is because you can pardon yourself. Yeah. You think? Yeah. So. I mean, like, yeah, here's the thing is that, in a sense, collusion isn't necessarily a crime. But everything you're doing along the lines with that collusion is a crime. Yeah. That part of you colluding with them, yeah, the part is it's like, well, collusion is a crime. It's kind of a, it's kind of a ploy in a weird way. It's like, well, I'm, there was no collusion. No, there was. But now they're realizing, like, no, like, you're colluding with them. It, it, like, you're, the process of you colluding with these people has led to disrupting elections yes. and that is the crime that is a that's a huge crime so if you're, you're saying that using, there was using, collusion it's like well colluding isn't a crime like, yeah but what came from that is a crime so if you're saying that you did that and that there's nothing wrong with that no like <laughs> the end result of what you're trying to get at it is the crime it's just it's kind of just like i don't know like it's a weird way to go around about it you know about it i tell you what it doesn't do it doesn't save his character yeah, no. And I think that's the one important thing to look at with this. But some people like they're trying to find the whole thing with evidence, and they just can't. I mean, they're just scrambling to find ways to discredit people and do other stuff. I mean, just, you know, they, 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 they were saying all of the stuff about Hillary. They're saying that she was colluding. Yeah. And all the Democrats are colluding. Yeah. But when you do it, it's not a crime. Yeah, exactly. But when the Democrats do it, yeah, it is a crime. Yo, like you know what? Chip, like like what chips me out the most is like uh, when they. When they like, example, like when they attack, like say, like Stormy Daniels, and they're like, "Well, I don't know how these people could try to back the the, the words of this like this porn star that this and this and what she's doing because she's a porn star." But it's like, okay, like you're saying, like people are championing her as like a woman's you know rights activist and as like a savior and all this. So I don't know if anyone's doing all that. I think everyone's committing her for being brave and taking such a bold, bold stand. Yeah. But no one's like following her in that way. That even being said. It's like you're picking on her for like the work she does, but like maybe being promiscuous in a way, what you're thinking with her job, etc. The end of the day, the morality lies with the person who actually slept with her. Yeah. And in a fair sense. Yeah. In a sense where like you actually went against your family values and against someone you supposedly love and then slept with this woman. She, whatever she's probably used to, that's what she does. I don't think it's not like she can't love anybody, but whatever, you know. But it's you already had something going like you're that's worse on your character I mean well, you're defending the man who did the worst act of it all if you even admitted that there, it happened there, there, you're committing there's you know. an old country saying you yeah. lay down with dogs you're gonna get fleas yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying exactly. so no matter what 
you out here acting like you fleeless. Yeah. But you got them fleas, Blair. Yeah. You itching. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. <laughs> knock it off. I don't know how you get away with that, man. You that's, can't get away with that. That's slick stuff right there, man. That's insane. All right. Going a little forward. Ooh, scary stuff. 3D printed plastic guns. Yeah, that, um, that's crazy. Yeah, so I'm sure you heard about this. I mean, they, they're, they're, been, they're a little bit pricey, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. You can't just run out here and just get you a hundred dollar one. You got to yeah. pay is what they say five grand to sixty grand. Yeah, you need the machine. Six hundred thousand grand for one of those crazy machines. Yeah, you, it depends. Like if you got the money, you can get a high quality one. You can get a cheap one, but even then, the materials are kind of expensive too. Mm -hmm. That being said, I think if you have a bulk amount of the of that together, I think what you could if making multiple ones en mass. Would then be the problem. It's not like you spend all that just for one. No, I'm pretty sure you could just crank them out. No, no. You once, want. once you and have, that is even more dangerous. Once you have yeah. the the CAD program, yeah, um, for the actual specs of the gun, yeah, and um, and you have all the, the plastic and resin. Once you have that, and it's out there on the internet, you yeah. can print as many guns as you want. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. they're saying that they they might fire once or twice, or they might. Yeah. Run a couple a couple rounds and then you have to start putting them in one bullet at a time. Yeah. But the fact that you can print these out and yeah. it is out there and that yeah. you can't stop it, it's yeah. scary. I figure the scariest part about this is that like the potential for this to be a, a prime assassination tool and the way people have been going at journalists and some politicians Dude, lately. It's plastic. This, yeah. It doesn't come up yeah. on anything. Yeah, because people want to be like public gets a little close to politicians more than your average even celebrity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like putting that out there in that way is dangerous for they, media. They said the accuracy politicians is pretty for, bad. For just general human beings in, in general. But like, I, I think this is going to affect a lot of things as far as like access to politicians and people of power and stuff. If this becomes a big deal, which already it is, yeah. but if it becomes a big deal, as in it starts showing up, a big deal. The only time like, we need a plastic gun is if there's an actual magneto out there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way a plastic yeah. gun makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only time. What's the bullet gonna be made of? Plastic is. You, you probably yeah, you, do yeah. you probably do a plastic it's projectile. Like a wood steak or something. Like that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like. Whatever. Uh, so many things. Uh, is it metal and gunpowder? Anyways, so uh, many questions. No, nonetheless, uh, I think this is dangerous. To put, the, the thing is about this that's also scary, too, is that a lot of places have banned, like a lot of states have banned this already, but some of those prints are already out there. Like, keep, people already got yeah, them, so okay. it's not, there's not much to stop them from, from themselves from putting up the prints that they downloaded before wherever the site they got the prints from I love how was taken everybody down. Acts it's like still out there, and they still have multiplies in there. I love there's how everybody acts like they don't understand how the internet works. Exactly. Once something's on the internet, it's, out, it's, it's out there for yeah, forever. Out, yeah. There's no way we're quick. to contain people that. People work quick. It spreads like wildfire, yeah. and it's everywhere. The internet never forgets. It never forgets. It's yeah. on there. Yeah. So... Don't act like you can go in there and get rid of all the plastic gun files because they're they're out there. They're yeah. always going to be out there. Yeah, totally. All right, and uh, and another and some good news. We just round this out on a good note. Um, Senator Kamala Harris is pitching a tax relief bill for renters, and uh, you can hear it from her, her, uh, her herself. Over 11 million Americans are paying more than half of their income in rent. And when people are spending half of the money they make on rent, they don't have enough left to cover basic living expenses, like groceries, medicine, heat, their car payment, paying their student loans, or their bus fare. In 99% of counties in America, a person working a full-time job at the minimum wage cannot afford a one-bedroom apartment. The problem isn't that people in this country aren't working hard enough. 
The problem is that rent is getting more and more expensive and wages are staying the same. This is America and I believe every family deserves the security of being able to keep a roof over their head, which is why as part of the solution I have introduced a bill that we named the Rent Relief Act. The Rent Relief Act says that if you spend more than 30% of your income on rent and utilities, you'll get a portion of that money back. It's that straightforward. So please ask your members of Congress, tell your members of Congress to please support hardworking Americans by supporting the Rent Relief Act. All right. So hopefully this is a thing that comes here because it's very necessary. But this is a necessary thing across the country. This is obviously a problem everywhere. Other places are suffering a little more than others, which will make a difference in this. Like, say, if you're in the Bay Area, it bumps up the limit for the credit. So, like, instead of, like, maybe $100,000 per year or less, so like, you know, if you, you know, it'll bump it up. So if you make $125,000 a year, then it's cut off, you know. So there's different rules depending on the area and the cost of living there to, to still keep a balance of some sort. But, like, uh, it's, it's so true. Like, it's hard for anyone to have, like, a, a lot of means, you know, to, like, a basic means to live anywhere, like, just based off the, the income, though. It's not it's not a, a lazy, you know, issue or no, I mean, anything like that. Like, people are working hard, man. Well, you, well you, there was there was some stats. I was trying to find them real quick. Um, there were some stats out there saying what it cost for a loaf of bread back in the day mm. and what it cost for a house back in the day. And like this is like the seventies or whatever, and what it costs for gas and stuff like that, and you know, and the and the main factor was everybody is making the, the general house house uh, household is making about the same amount of money as it was in the seventies, but all the other things in pricing had went up. You know, a loaf of bread was fifteen cents. Now it's like a dollar, two dollars, or four dollars or whatever. Yeah. You know, and everybody else is you know everybody's still making you know. 35 to 50 grand a year yeah. but back in the day you know everything was a lot cheaper compared to now and they're wondering why you know there's housing crises and all this stuff like that yeah. and then there's like there's a other stat that I sent you this week about all those vacancies yeah. in the city yeah. there's what, what 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 was the number like 4.4% vacancy there's yeah. like there's like how many how many open units was it 17,000 yeah. units open yeah. in the city cuz people lot. can't afford them yeah then you take take down the price. The only difference I've rarely remotely seen is my recent search for finding a new place to live over the last couple of months. I've noticed apartments in our old area back near the Mississippi area where I remember some of those apartments near us were like 1100 1200 Some of them are still that much, but they have some kind of as low as like, okay, 825 $850. It's a little better, you know what I'm saying? But like, mm-hmm. it's still like, it's still for some people, that's like, you that's know. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money still, you know what I mean? That's. They probably make about four, five hundred weeks. So it's like that's a little over. That's about two and a half weeks of their pay. But that's I mean, not even including like their lights or the, the travel. When, or when, when the, I was a kid, you know, medical or anything, anything for them. When Food. I was when I was a kid, my mom told me. Uh, I don't know how all these other kids are getting the same schooling that I got from my mom, but uh, my mom told me rent should be one week, one week worth of work. Yeah, exactly. And it's not that case nowadays. Yeah. It's like it's three, two, three, three weeks, three yeah. weeks worth yeah. of work. And you're like barely budgeting yeah. off, the, off the, the other paycheck. Yeah. So That's not utilities either. That's, yeah, that's no. not even included. That's like, okay, now I got my rent covered. Man, I hope we get these lights on. Right? Hey, man, don't turn off that. Don't turn that. Do not turn that AC on. Yeah. Do not turn that heat on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, only wash this many times. You know what I mean? Like, 
Don't use the dishwasher. You know, like this everything. You have to be like you have to cut off every resource or any convenient thing. Mm-hmm. And after you're working 60, 70 hours a week, that many weeks in a row, like you want to use a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you figure at least deserve it. And you, you bought, yeah, it's included in the place where you spent the rent. But it's kind of weird how you can't use it because you can't afford the bill that required for it. Right? You can't afford the utility that runs it runs off of. It's just crazy, man. The irony of it all, man, is insane. Don't even get me started on parking. So on other bag Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that that comes through. Keep an eye out for that. This is something that's happening in the Bay Area, but they're trying to. She's trying to get it to happen in other places. So like, I don't know. We can look into it locally, because the only way this stuff's probably going to change for us is if we probably start just making moves ourselves, yeah. or we start picking politicians like that, like her, that are willing to do stuff like that, willing to put themselves out there for us to, to fix fix that problem. You know what I'm saying? All right. Speaking of which, and speaking of problems at home. <laughs> Another Oregonized confusion. Oregonized. Oregon. Oregon. All right, kicking it off. How ho, ho. In a move that I, I, I feel... I feel weird about it in a lot of different ways. I figure some people will hate it. And I and I when I was a kid, I had access to tobacco when I shouldn't have. So I, I'm actually in the long run, this is probably great. Tobacco sales to underage Oregonians rise after age uh increased to twenty one. Yeah. Now I think it's weird if you're still eighteen and you can vote and then you can't smoke a cigarette. Yeah. But Justin, you this is a the world is doing you a favor right now. Yeah, it is. A huge favor. Yeah, that's not too many things I regret in life, but that man, my, a smoking habit is definitely one of them. Yeah, it's not it's not a good look. Yeah, at all. Yeah, and getting it with me, I'm from Indiana. That's good old boy. So yeah. we were smoking twelve, thirteen. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's terrible. I was smoking in a boys' room in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> in middle school, so it's like <laughs> it's not tight, you know. And it's just everywhere. Yeah, man. But I'm I, glad they're cracking down around here. Yeah, it is because it's a big problem around here. You know, it, it was so easy for me to get cigarettes around Oregon when I was a kid. And I mean, it was one thing if you live somewhere and you kind of know a place to have a hookup. I would just go like we would be like 16, going out to the beach, buying cigarettes on the store on the way out. I mean, there's it's not there anymore, so I don't, I don't mind calling it out. So on <laughs> off of 15th and Knot, a little bit south of there, a block or two south off 15th, that's uh, an old market there called 15th Market. Everyone knew about 15th Avenue Market, especially if you lived in the you know Alameda area, Irvington area. This is the hot spot. This is where you went for everything. You knew everyone there. You knew like the person at the counter. You know the weird guy behind the counter. <laughs> Someone people not talk about. I won't mention him by name. His name was Rick, actually. I'm just going to call it out. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I remember Rick at 15th Market. But we would go there, like, snitching, y'all. give this guy, like, <laughs> money for beer. He would buy us beer, let me get off of work, meet us in the parking lot. But we would go and buy cigarettes, like, buy cigarettes at that store. Like, I'm talking about, like, your friend's parents would be buying something. Hey, this but, is, like, like, 4 or 5 in the afternoon. You know hey, what I'm saying? But, like, on a but, sunny day. And you'd be like, let me get them, like, let me get but, those new ports. And you'd sell them to you. And you see somebody's mom, you'd be like, hey, what's up? But this like, makes nothing sense. Nothing would happen. This makes sense for the area that we grew up in, though, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, because we all had our way to get booze and stuff like that, yeah. cigarettes and stuff like that, because of the crack epidemic. Yeah. When the crack epidemic came through, you could you could literally pay any any crackhead a few dollars to run in the liquor store or the cigarette store and get you whatever you wanted, yeah. and they would do it. Just for those few bucks, they most sometimes they most of the time they wouldn't run off with your cash. Yeah, now you they, have to watch out. 
Oh man, I got a hole in my pocket. Hey, nah, you nah, did, nah, man. Player. You cough up that change. Run that, <laughs> run, run that cash, player. Yeah, that's how but, it works. Uh, that's how it was. Yeah. It was just, it was just, it was. That was the easy way to yeah. manipulate adults back then because adults had problems. Yeah. I, so I think, yeah, I think this is a good move. Good, good, good on you, Oregon. I'm sorry for those who are 18. Feel mad about a freedom being taken away from you. I get it. But trust me, this is a favor. Yeah, it's a you favor. Will, you will be happy if this has prevented you from smoking or even adding that many more years of smoking to your life. I mean, cancer, right. cancer, cancer's running around in these streets out here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so be careful. Yeah, don't do it. I still do it, but don't do it. I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> All right, anyways. <laughs> local, <laughs> uh, local state agencies uh, launch a new uh, housing initiative for the homeless. I applaud you guys for this. Yeah, Appreciate once again, this. we're going to make a move. Local state agencies launched a pilot program Friday aimed at trying to ease the area's homeless problem. More than 12 million We pooled from various agencies to fund projects that combine housing and health services. Um, obviously, it's desperately needed. Um, but there is uh, it, it's this is a uh, this is the thing because like okay like this money is coming from different places like ten million from the Portland Housing Bureau, uh, the Oregon Housing and Community Service would chip in two million, and uh, from the Mental Health Housing Fund, and then uh, the Joint Office Homeless Services of uh, Multnomah County Mental Health and Addiction Services were at thirty five hundred a year, and I think it's not thirty five hundred three hundred fifty. Oh yeah, three hundred fifty thousand. Sorry, thank you. Um, I think this is really great, like for the people involved with the money. Yeah. I'm, I'm now I feel good about that much money being out there and the people making the decisions with it. Well, We've we, messed up here before. I'm not gonna just give everyone a free pass because that Oregon's people in good places here have done bad things with money. What's the number but, uh, that I saw of how many homeless there was? Was it say four thousand? Oh, when the number like around four thousand, I, mean, I feel like I feel like that will help a lot in yeah. that in that area and especially in the way it needs help which is more with mental health or addiction mm -hmm. that's one thing that probably it's one thing to get out there in unfortunate unfortunate circumstances yeah but those things um contribute to it or worsen it or prolong it yeah there's so, a hard to recover from anything after that no, it, so it, if you're homeless it so should like, be it should be a way to to spring to spring back yeah not to maintain the homelessness or to maintain the housing yeah. it should be a it should be a leg up to get back to where you need to be. Exactly. Yeah. Provide a way, like teach man to fish. You know? It's like it's like what Jack Ma said. I, and I know this is this is a random Facebook quote, but he was saying that um, Americans Americans have been messing up with how they distribute the wealth and the money here. Oh, it's like they they spend way trillions of dollars on on welfare yeah. when it it should be a, you know. It should be a you know a different a different program yeah. going on. No, you can create a system to help provide money instead of the like system yeah. to basically, like you said, yeah, make it, it should be teach, reciprocal in a way. To teach a person to yeah. fish, you don't ever have to yeah. worry about that. That's tough though too, man. Because some people that work in social and uh, to do social work are burnt out. I mean, they don't care. Yeah, yeah. I just keep my mouth shut for us to get somebody in trouble. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, in, in, in this is Morgan news. I feel actually good about this. Oregon's doing some stuff. Well, I don't know. I'm a little wary, too. So let me just get into it, and then we'll talk about it. Dysfunctional Portland Middle School aims to reboot. If any of you have been around for a while, you know that uh, Ockley Green Middle School off of Interstate and Innsworth has been through some things it sounds over the like years. It. A lot of things. They keep, so, keep switching out principles. Yeah. And it, it just there's a lot going on there. Yeah. It, it, so they're launching some new programs, some new initiatives to try to get the community involved to help improve. Um, issues at the school mainly a lot of things there like teachers just keep dropping out keep quitting or just don't care they're rotating like two three subs every other week like it's it's like things have been getting pretty bad there and, it, and the thing is is that like a lot of complaints from the community is that the school has never 
tried before to invest or really fought for the community, which I agree with. And I'm kind of I want to call back to an old moment that happened years ago when they decided to put a certain allow a certain business to thrive there. Now this said business is a porn shop. It's called Fat Cobra Porn Shop. No offense to anyone that goes there, to anyone who's there, whatever do you think? But I think it's a little disrespectful to open up your shop right across the street from a middle school. And kind of to take the stance, like, well, I don't care. I'm just going to do this. Like, are you going to do anything to kind of make sure, like, there's no, you know, influence? Or, you know what I mean? Just to be a part of the community? No. Okay, Arkley Green, are you going to stand up and be like, hey, you can do your thing, but, like, hey, just not, you did not be next to our middle school? Yeah. Like, it's kind of damaging. It's just kind of like, no one really did anything about it. Like, I don't know. You got your right to be there. It's fine. But, like, there needs to be a compromise of sorts. And that, that kind of just set the tone for everyone in that community that, like, no one cares. Which is kind of what happened. So I'm hoping that this new changeover happens, especially because they're renewing other schools, trying to make improvements like uh, like Harriet Tubman Middle School, which is also more of a school where people of color go. You know what I mean? Like this is so these are more black and brown schools. Oakley Green is more of a black and brown school. Harriet Tubman at the time when I was going there it was a mostly black school and a good one too because it was an arts magnet school. So we got a good education and it was predominantly black. So that set the tone. So I don't know if they're going to try to get back to those things because if anything, that's what I think they need to do. I don't know. It's just going to take a lot. You know what I'm saying? So I, I know it's not. You know it's not going to be an easy thing for them just to turn all this around. But the, the fact that they're even making the effort to do it is makes me feel great. So yeah, if it's in the news, we're hoping that there's something good that comes of it yeah. rather than something bad. I mean, it's school, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Like we want we want the schools to be safe. We want the schools so that have so these kids have a place to go and thrive. Yeah, I want them to be functional. I want like to get something out of it. Like I think it's weird how I learned I learned computer programming back, you know, in middle school. And like that's not even close to an option now. Like that blows my mind. Right. And if technology is ready, available, and more advanced now, and I think it's interesting how like that's not even an option for. Me. I, but I was doing this on like Apple Twos, man. I just, like, I, that's I, crazy just, I don't get how school is as basic as it is. Yeah. Where whereas you can just literally go on your phone and get more information. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't get that. Teach me some skills. That's I don't. What, I, don't I, like, I don't get. Yeah. How that's a thing, and I and, and that and that's a. That starts at the, the beginning of the healthcare system. Yeah. We have the school system. They yeah. need to start revamping how yeah. we learn yeah. and, you know, all these different things. Like They need to change their mind on how they think kids think. Yeah. Unlike, like, they just think a lot of kids like, oh, there's just some dumb kids. No, oh, these kids are smart. A lot yeah. of kids more, like, are a lot more knowledgeable They're and more sponges. advanced than you think. Yeah. And they, they still don't, no one will give them the credit for that. You, you've seen that. They, I think that, that's damaging. There has you know? been some technology that works out, but I'm saying that, like, some of these text, textbooks, yeah. stuff like that, they yeah. all need revisions. Yeah. To get Rand like, McNally'd? Just, just learn, <laughs> just learn it, learn it, but not Get that stuff. old fake, you know, Columbus Discovered America, I, I, Rand I, McNally Social Studies I, education? No, I, man. I saw, some, I saw something that was hilarious, uh, but it's actually really true and hurtful, is that we could, we could, we could like stop a whole generation just by yeah. using cursive and and, and using stick shifts, <laughs> stick shifts and cars. It's just cursives and uh, analog clocks. Yeah, it, it, it would shut down the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, to round it off, uh, Shrill production begins this week in Portland with A.D. Bryant of SNL. Uh, yes, another another Lauren Michaels production is coming yep. back in the vein of Portlandia, in a sense. Um, this one's gonna be a little more focused on the Broadway individual. Not, yeah, yeah. It's like this isn't gonna be making fun of Portland or anything. So it's being here. They're actually filming up the street today. If you haven't noticed, some oh, cool. see them coming in. No. That was them. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I guess at the end of the day, uh, just to 
just to bring it up. You, just you, a nod. Yeah. Do you think this is good or bad? So I think it's good because yeah. it's a body positive show. Yeah. About a reporter who just a no nonsense reporter. Yeah. Exactly. And it's not. It's pretty much not a show making fun of Portland and trying to damage it's, it. No. It's but like, I think it's people, like I, I have I have this type of mind. Yeah. Don't worry about what kind of body it comes yeah. out of. And yeah. I appreciate that. In a world in a world full in a in a town full of expressive people and, and full, you know of art and then no production to many different ways. I think it's interesting how people here hate film production or large scale film production like that, you know, like maybe a little indie video, some here and there, something like that. But like, yeah, a lot of film, large scale film production that, that, takes, well, you gotta shut some stuff down. I get it. Some I money get it. comes in the studio, happens. People, like, I just see like people kind of being like, man, this is messing us up. But they don't, they don't want that outside influence changing the, changing yeah. old Portland. Yeah. But I, I got, I got news for you, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Old Portland's been gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, when <laughs> Mr. Holland's Opus came here and filmed that grant, people were ecstatic like that changed everything people here were proud to like this is where mr holland's opus was filmed i didn't uh, do you know what you telling me this story and i had no idea it was filmed here yeah it's filmed i grand. love that movie yeah it's filmed in my high school everyone oh, was stoked on it yeah i love that movie yeah man it's pretty good see there you go see, see that's what i'm saying you can have that feeling i feel it can happen again there's been a lot of stuff that's been here since then but i haven't heard anyone talk about it like they talked about Mr. Holland's Opus. They're like, man, nah, Well, because Portlandia kind of made fun of where we are. That's what I'm kind of saying. Like, at, I think at, the Portlandia thing's going to ruin it forever. But uh, but th- that that's gone now. Show's yeah. over. Yeah. That's okay. We can do production. We, 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 can, we can move on and move forward. Yeah. I want to get hooked up with a gig once in a while. Yeah, bring it here. Don't right. stop, man. <laughs> Just saying. Let's get it cracking. Let's work out there. All right. Okay. Let's get into our main topic. Alright, so as many of you have heard, LeBron James has decided to open a school, his own public school, off of a $41 million organization like he's just going for it he got the money i would like to say like the one interesting point with this at the time when he started this foundation that led to this school as right when he was doing that laura ingraham interview yeah yeah, that laura ingraham thing happened when she's like like, shut up and dribble this is what happened shut up and dribble nah i'm gonna build a school yeah yeah Right? Yeah. Like, wait, you, what, what you, have you done now? You can't, you can't compare. Like, maybe, maybe Washington should shut up and dribble. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm. That's where I'm at at this point because you, these guys are not doing it. Yeah. They're not saving their community. Yeah. They're not reaching back. Yeah. They're not giving giving some of their their money away for these type type of positivity in yeah. the world. Yeah. So, you can say whatever you want about any NBA player yeah. compared to the greatest of all time. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to LeBron right now, <laughs> out the gate because yeah. Jordan didn't do it. Yeah. Jordan, if anything, caused problems in the hood as everybody was out here getting shot for these $200 pairs of shoes yeah. back in the 80s. Yeah. And he didn't do nothing to help or jump in and try to save any of these situations. Yeah. Kobe hadn't done anything like that. So I'm gonna give it to LeBron James because he has no scandals. Yeah, he's out here actually really, really giving back to the community. Yeah, and that that that's planning to be a full fledged school by twenty twenty two. Yeah, I mean, like all, all they, funded like all, out, yeah, out of him. All like most ages, like I think it's like you know, like at that point they're going K through eighth grade or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. Right he, now it's only like it's only like two grades. Fifth graders or it's, only, it's third and yeah, fourth. I yeah, think. third and fourth grade, and that's it. But at the same time, yeah. like 
He's he's giving the parents a leg up. He's making sure they have food, transportation, yeah. like everything that they're gonna need yeah. to to thrive. I, yeah. I, only, per, ex- only, only person that, that's done something similar to this is Diddy, but he had a charter school. Yeah, this is a public school. Yeah, they reached out to the worst of the worst. Yeah, the, the families that are struggling the most. Yeah, the people who need was the like, most, yeah. Here, yeah. here's your leg up. No, you get a, you get, you know, here's a lottery, your lottery ticket. Get, yeah, it's like, no, nah, like, no, these are the people who need it the most, so we're pulling them up. We selectively are pulling the people up who need it the most and, because those who need it the most. And, 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 and that gets back, that. That gets back to that Jack Ma thing yeah. about welfare. Yeah. If you're actually investing into these low-income situations, you invest into the Midwest, yeah. you're investing into um, these these kids that you that, that you call punks yeah. and, and all these different derogatory words. If you're investing into their communities, you don't have these type of people anymore. Yeah, you basically give them the education that they need to thrive in America, and then they're thriving. Yeah, they have that leg up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, because yeah, that's the thing that's the argument of it, because like it's it's all about reinvesting. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of touching on what we talked. I mean, almost we kind of hinted at a couple weeks ago when we we're talking about like interracial dating and being pro-black. Yeah. But we kind of hinted at more or less community support because a lot of that comes with supporting black businesses and black-owned things. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, but it's not necessary to cut anyone out. It's just like something that's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but like, if you include anybody in this, it's great. It's not like this is like LeBron James' black school. Granted, this is great aimed at like people who grew up in black neighborhoods or. You know, in neighborhoods where they're mostly people of color, but I don't see them shutting anyone out in that way. But a lot of a lot of people just don't contribute back with the wealth they have, no. and they spend a lot of time wasting time doing stuff. Especially LeBron James, I'm sure he's got millions more to make. I'm sure he's really rich already as it is. Well, no, he got but the, like he got the two billion, two billion dollar contract from from Nike. He's set for life. Yeah, exactly. But like, there's people who've been killing for a long time. Like Fifty Cent, I've known Fifty Cent to look at him. Like, okay, that man has made a lot of money. Floyd man. Mayweather, a lot of money. Jay Z and Beyonce. Like, yeah, the, the list is super duper yeah, long. Y'all rich man, y'all got it. Like, dude, I don't see him right now. They're just doing some of the most petty. Things. If they're just spending their money to do petty things in the media, yeah. I'm like, yo, like you don't even have to build a school, man. Just do something, anything. Yeah. And if the worst part about it is a lot of times, here's another thing that kills me about this whole thing, is that a lot of people are like, oh, well, some people just do it for show. Like, he, you don't have to do it to show off. Like, it's, it's to remain... Like, some people just like to remain anonymous when they do it. No, bunk that, man. Yeah. Get out there and say, yo, I built this thing. Because everyone else is doing it just flaunting their Ferraris. I mean. And their the stupid spinny chains with cartoon characters I on mean, it. I, I mean, don't care about that. So here's the thing. So it's acceptable for me to watch you buy a 300,000 chain that looks like Tweety Bird. And it, and it, you know, and it probably, like, spins the eyes or something like that. No, man. Like, I'd rather you spend the money and you, I'd rather you brag about building a school doing something. It should be the complete opposite. And how we yeah. got to that point, I don't know. I think it's the dumbest logic. I get it because you want us, there would be a sense of humbleness. But that's dumb to me. You got to lead by example and show that that's a good thing and that's something we should strive for and how good you feel by doing it because I don't care about your car. No, I don't. That doesn't motivate me at all. Is that supposed to motivate me to feel good? Why am I even watching this? Why is I this mean, even a thing? I mean, there, 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 is a, there is a lot of of activism going on there's a lot of people who are donating to certain causes and stuff like that i don't want to take away from that at all no 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 i'm just saying that if you have you're in those type of brackets yeah where you can actually save a lot of people because this isn't the first thing that lebron has done for education he's put like 1400 kids through college already yeah and, and he's gonna put most of those kids. If those gonna, kids follow through and make it to college level, he's gonna he's, pay for that college, college, college as well. But yeah. I'm saying like, That's crazy. there's there's been other people that do it, but 
you know, they a lot of people are just trying to buy like a sports team or yeah. something something like that when you can actually give back to your actual community. Yeah. Actually give back. Yeah. And and these type of ways. But I mean that I and mean, some of these people aren't aren't as smart. Yeah. You know, some people aren't, and that, and that's kind of aren't as motivated. That's the thing. I realize that, too. It's like not everyone has that within them, so but, that's fine. You know but I'm, like, I'm saying that this is a step in the right direction, yeah. and I feel like more people need to be in, in, involved. I'm not saying they need to be included into the situation that he's already that he's already dealt out, yeah. but I'm saying that there's other people that there's other ways of going about this that is positive for the community. I love that when uh, when Prince died, yeah. they, had, they had said that, oh, t- Prince had done so much with his money, and he had given so much back, yeah. and he had cared so much for the the community. That is like, wow! I wish I would have known more about that when he was alive. But I'm I'm kind of glad that he he was, he was still doing something. Yeah, and the thing is with someone like him too, he's like it's. I think that the the, the dyna- dynamics of how he did it and where he did it, like his, the. I'm sure he's a busy guy. I'm yeah. sure making the time to do that because I know he made a lot of like personal appearances at some mm-hmm. of these things too. Like that is huge too. Like making a difference in that way, because I know some people just kind of give up the money, do the thing, wave the hand, do the face, and then like, all right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it to my man's here. Well, just fine, you know, because some sometimes those people don't know how to deal with those situations. Like, okay, I get my money, but I'm not good with people. I'm not good with this. I'm not good yeah. with that. So I'll leave this in charge of you. You know, my homie. I, I, love, the, the I, love, I love the but, Obamas are doing like that same type of scenario. Right. You don't really hear from them, but you know they're doing stuff. Yeah, because they're doing stuff. Because they're stuff. doing stuff. Like, you don't hear from them. But, but, yeah. but, but it's, it's really it's real strategic now at the point that uh, where they're at now, you yeah. know, from where they were. Yeah. So I just... I love seeing stuff like that. I love, and then I love that BET highlights that type of activism in your city yeah. at the BET Awards. A chance got all that stuff yeah. for doing all the stuff he did for Chicago, and that he is still doing for yeah. Chicago. The acknowledgement of that in, in, in the media helps as well. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. Like that's that kind of needs to become more a thing. It all depends. It depends on us too, because the thing is, it's like, well, they're not giving back. It's like, well, we start got a giving to them then. Yeah. Like, you need to give back more but I'm still going to back out I was like why are you giving more money if you know he ain't giving back and you're mad about it yeah. don't support them in that way that makes them richer like Floyd Mayweather is the worst man and like yeah. and like he's not a, like a, a good person anything, at all anything, I don't expect Floyd Mayweather to do this by the way like this thing, I don't have high expectations he's already established who he is as a person yeah. and we've a lot of the human beings on this planet have made it that way by watching him box Dude, he and paying to see him box so like yeah like why would you buy into a strip club yeah. in Vegas because he can. When you already that rich, he I, you know what I think he does. He just wanted to be able to say he did it. I think I think the reason why he does that mm. is so that he can go in there and make it rain, yeah. and then still get most of his money back from the strippers, and, and be like, "Here's this some money. Yeah. Here's his, here's the side money. Yeah. We're just gonna make it look good, so, yeah, that, when, sure. so that when the actual people come through here, yeah. you can keep that money, but my money comes back to me. It's like yeah. really. It's kind of weird. I like it though. Yeah. It's so ridiculous, yeah. but anyways, I, I digress from this from yeah. the conversation that we're having. I love people yeah. like Magic Johnson yeah. who do a lot of things for their community. He's provided so many jobs yeah. for LA. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. he owns everything. Yeah. But uh, there's certain other people that are like in that bracket that you're like, where are yeah. you at? Yeah. With the help. Yeah. So in case I don't know, there, there's a gentleman by the name of Thomas W. George Jr. and he's the president and CEO of TDW. Uh, Inc. Uh, he is he is he's part of all these chairman of like uh, uh, chairman emeritus of 100 Black Men of America Inc. Uh, he runs with a lot of organizations that em- empower people of color to give back to their communities to 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 build like mm-hmm. most other cultures have over the last couple of years and that's kind of getting a late start kind of only really more or less I would say being the game 50 years but black people didn't really be making that much money even then like we barely started becoming rich even like in the 70s and 80s it's not like 
you know, like, you're probably like, oh, man, like, Rich Pryor and Red Fox are probably rich. Nah, they weren't that rich, man. No. Like, this is very new to black people. Some people are like, you need to invest more. It's like, we didn't have wealth. Like, yeah. white people have like, yes. We're like literally just getting there. I mean, right? just like slow down well, a little bit, well, you know? Well, well, we had it, yeah. but they took it all away when we had Black Wall Street. They went through there and yeah. burned down that whole city exactly. in Oklahoma. Yeah. So exactly. it took us a long time to, to, yeah. to stack coin and be real quiet about it yeah. without somebody coming through with those hoods and those torches exactly. take it from us. Yeah, so Mr. George pretty much is, uh, is done a recent conference uh, with Roland Martin and he was talking about the situation uh, I just want us to listen to him real quick and hear what he has to say yeah I, I don't you know I don't think the the focus should be on quote creating a new black America the the we have to look inward at ourselves and decide what are we prepared to focus on that we can fix amongst ourselves as opposed to looking for someone else to try to fix the problems for us and the reality is is that we have become dependent upon looking for the government to solve challenges. This is really not complicated, folks. We have the wealth within our own community if we would simply start to invest in our own businesses and do business with ourselves. Um, we focus on at Black Enterprise, our mantra is wealth for life. The biggest gaps we have in this country is not the education divide, it's not the digital divide, it's not the you know, the insurance divide, what have you, it's the wealth divide. If you, in fact, have wealth, all of those other things you have. And we have that wealth within our own community if we're prepared to invest back in our own businesses. But as I, as I speak to groups all across the country all the time, I say to them... So, yeah, I, I like to hear that. Um, if you can, everybody, just support each other in general and if you really want a difference made it's time we start banding together to make a difference we can work with the government but we're going to have to mostly do it through ourselves because you know let's i think nowadays it takes a little heart and a little passion to get the job done and uh i think that lies uh i think that mainly lies in uh in the community and so um yeah let's go forward with that and next let's talk about some racist stuff oh so many haters this week wasn't so bad it's it wasn't that good, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it wasn't so bad. I just think a lot of other people are just ducking and dodging cameras more now. Yeah. So that's okay. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> this is a good one. So not that these shirts are new, but I think it's funny how someone, once again, you put a, oh, cam you put a camera out there, you see what you get. So as a black man wears a Caucasian's t-shirt to gauge hypocrisy about racist logos. Hey, that yeah. was the best thing I think I've seen this week yeah. because they would not give up the Redskins logo. Nah. And that's and that's what he took. It was yeah. the it was the Redskins logo. He took it and put Caucasians on it. Same yeah. colors and everything. Yeah. Just put a white face right there. Yeah. And he got so much so much flack. For yeah. It. And he was like, well it's disrespectful. And they're like like it was like why? Because that, you know because it's just it's like that it was new supposed to be, and then I was like, "Well, what about the Redskins team? Like, people they'd say that this is wrong. They're like, well, that's just that's because that's the team logo. They just say, well, like, well, that's the team logo. That's like, who cares? Like, because a business is thriving off and making money off. If anything, that should make it worse because that would be exploited. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They keep that, these are totally new too. These aren't totally new because there's also a Caucasian T-shirt. Uh, it's in the form of the uh, the Cleveland Indians logo, uh, which is also a good one. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But like, anyway. It's just the same thing. It's, just like, it's like if you actually cared about changing these logos, you wouldn't care about this shirt. It's yeah. just like there's this clip I've seen. Yeah. This clip is uh, this, this, this white lady. She's, she's hosting a, a conversation, and there's a bunch of white women in the crowd. Yeah. And she goes, uh, 
I'm gonna ask everybody in the crowd to stand up if 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 you're willing to be treated as a black person in America. Yeah. And nobody yeah. stood up and she asked him again. She said she goes, Oh, so you're saying that you understand how bad it is to be a black person in America. Yeah. But you don't care. Yeah. To help them. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Wow. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It it takes it takes somebody in their shoes to show them the error in their ways. Yeah. No matter how much we complain about you know, about racism. Yeah. They just don't believe it's actually out there. But it, it's really out there. It really is. And it's subtle in certain ways. You want to hear how subtle it is? Listen to Jesse Waters. Who, if you know who Jesse Waters is, you already know that fool is insanely racist. Let me show how casually racist he can be. Yeah, I think he's. I think his strategy is: I'm going to go after immigrants. I'm going to. This weekend, he was illegal after, immigrants. Illegal after the no, no, he wants to cut legal immigration. No, Don't forget he wants that. Chain, he wants chain over, lotto over. He wants merit based. Yeah, and he wants to cut legal. So I'm that saying, would go after legal immigrants. immigration by bringing in the best and the brightest. Oh please, and then don't bring in some guy's uncle from Zimbabwe. Oh yeah, oh Zimbabwe. Thank you. Or and then I, I get it. I get it. I want Norway to Norway, Norway. But <laughs> the other part of it is. No way to Norway. Go after the NFL players. Well, there you go. Apparently, Jesse Waters doesn't want some dude's uncle from Zimbabwe. Nah. We don't want some dude's uncle from Zimbabwe because, you know, he's black and from a third world country. They're stupid because they're not white and smart like me, Jesse Waters. It's ridiculous. (laughs) He's like one of the worst human beings on the planet. It's just that obvious admission that 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 speaks such depth in its own. Just like, man, like, we really going to just, like, casually... Say some dude's uncle from Zimbabwe, like yeah, it's just bad. It's just that casualness, just that that mind state. And like Norway, like yeah, Norway. It's like yeah, I get it, Norway. But like that's not what I and, mean. Like and, it's a. And then there's this other, this other forms of racism too, when they're saying that they like what Dax Shepard said, just because he was he was on the other on on the other side of the fence when he said that there's that there shouldn't be any political activism going on. Uh, during a football game, there's no point for that. So you know the racist sided with him because he's on America's football team. Yeah, you know, shut up, shut up, shut up, and throw the football. Yeah, it's I almost scenario. want to play that clip, but Conpony doesn't even want to put it out there. But I don't. Because it, I, I, I don't. I was thinking about. It's like should we hit up it's, that it's, club? It's, it's stupid that he has to toe the line that uh, much. Yeah. But he, but he's also mixed, so yeah. he's in the middle. He's in the middle yeah. ground. He wants to be respected uh, as a football yeah. player rather yeah. than just sit there and just be like, yeah, but the, this is whack. This is the worst part about that about that, that about his statement. What he, what Dak Prescott said. Is pretty much just like this isn't the time or place. It's like there's other places. There's like there's other there's other ways to go about it. I mean, and then it was and then it was like, well, what what are you are you doing anything? Are you have any ideas? It's like, well, no. But if someone no. wants to bring something to the table, man, then people are yeah. bringing something to the table, and you guys stepping up. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Get out your safe. This ain't a safe zone for this, man. No. Especially when people are getting beat up and dying. It's not the time to be safe no. and like casual about it. You know why people can't enjoy watching football? Because we get beat up and dying. Yeah, it's hard to enjoy a game of football. When the threat of your life is on the line. Yeah. How about we get rid of the potential threat of dying yeah. and being arrested for no reason, and then I can enjoy a football game Yeah, and with so other they, people. And and this is going to be another year. It's the dumbest thing I've ever like had. last year. No, let's just forget about it. Let's watch football, man. It'll take it all away. No. That don't take away me getting shot. No. I, 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 get out of here, I'm bro. actually going to probably buy this hoodie that yeah. I saw yeah. from Tony Baker, and it said, nah. Yeah. NAHFL. Yeah. I like the, yeah. <laughs> NAHFL. Yeah. It's like, nah, I'm good. I'm real good on I'm good, too, man. I'm good on the NFL. I won't be watching again this year. Yeah, and, and there's some players out there that I love football. We love football. I love sports in general. We love football, man. But I'm I, I, I'm not going to watch again this year because yeah. of they should have gave Colin a job. Yeah. A, B. Yeah. Um, 
they, there's all this subtle racism. Yeah, the pussy about, thing, Jerry Jones doing his thing. Yeah, yeah. Slaying master going back, just going back America's for the, the wishy-washiness. That's him. not my team. Nah, you can't just sit there and tell me that that's my team. No, nah, because I'm American. No, nah. no, that's not good. It's not cool. Okay, well, let's just. Uh, <laughs> you want to run this quick debate? Yeah, let's do it. You want to run a quick debate? All right, everybody, it's gonna be a quick pop life debate. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the rapper that goes by the name of Takeshi 69 So I'm going to play a quick clip for you. And me and Mikey are going to have a little debate about this. Some people to think that, but, that but, this but, person but, is good but, for, but, for the culture. But but me, I'm going to go ahead and say it right now that me and EQ are probably going to be on the same side of the table on yeah. this, even though we're going to debate it anyways. Yeah. Let's go. We'll break it down. I'm about to say to you, I feel it's really, really simple and you should know it. So even if you don't, I'm going to let you know. Takashi 69 is very, very good and amazing for the culture. What's up? What's going on? Sorry, everybody. We're going to have some tough to get the cultists. Can you hear us? We good? Okay. All right. Sorry. Just to set up this clip one more time, this is uh, two uh, this is producers. Doughboy. Doughboy this is from Doughboy. All Def Digital all and Def another Digital. person who works as a producer. And they're having this discussion. This So you can find that on the All Def Digital website if you want to look I'm up the whole thing. I feel it's really, really simple and you should know it. But even if you don't, I'm going to let you know. Takashi 69 is very, very good and amazing for the culture of hip hop. Takashi right hmm? 69 is not good for the culture for the simple reason that the young man creates a false reality for young people. All right, I'm pausing here just for a quick second. Okay, <laughs> I'm with Takashi's not good for the culture because a this is the, this is, this is my list. Yeah, the reason why he's not good for the culture because he he switched sides. Yeah. Any person that switch sides has some real life or death situations that comes with that. Yeah, you can't be out here flip flopping. If you choose to be one side, you that side for life. Yeah, if you switch sides, that's death, and everybody knows that. He's getting away with it because he's paying for these goons. Yeah, he's creating a, once again, like the other guy said, he's creating a false reality. Yeah. of what it is, and I think it's just all right. Let's go so on. You're making my point for me. I feel like Takashi Six Nine is a representation of what these kids are right now. A lot of these kids growing up, see I'm an older dude, so I grew up, when I had to say stuff, I used to have to bump into the people that I said it to. So you had to watch your mouth because you had to be held accountable for the things that you said. These kids these days, they don't do that. They hide behind their keyboard, they troll people, they say whatever they want to say, and they face no consequences for that. He is nothing but a walking representation of what these kids are, which makes him important, vital, and mandatory no. because he's a polarizing figure of what these kids have become. You and I aren't going to understand that because we come from a different era. He is cut from the cloth of what these social media kids do. They say what they want, they become whoever they want, and then they live that truth. Well, I'm saying, like... Okay, so... Uh, Alright, we'll pause it real quick. Okay, yeah. It's like, it's like, I get it. I get that he's he's a part of this new his new era and his new culture stuff like that. Yeah. But out here lying, yeah, and and acting like you have all this money and doing all this stuff like that, the fake it till you make it stuff. Stop it. Yeah, just stop. Yeah, just be one hundred percent you. Yeah, be genuine, yeah. and I guarantee you, yeah. you get more love and respect. Yeah. 
out here than you get from lying, yeah. cheating, yeah. stealing, yeah. whatever you need to do. That yeah. the stepping on next to get to where you need to get to is just not the way yeah. to go about life. And it's wrong in the way too, where he's saying like, "Well, this is rep- this is he's represent representative of." This youthful culture. For yeah, one, I, that, for I, one, that's not all of the I, youth. I, that is a youthful I would thing. Hope it's not that it, children, that yeah. all the kids are not this way. Yeah, exactly. And then if you were, you're saying that that's a good thing to encourage that's that and to be an thing. example. That's no. that, that that could be successful. No. And you say this is good for the culture. I, just, no. I don't think he's like really thinking about it when he's saying it. But it's going. Was talking yeah. about the nature of young people. Now you say we're too old to understand this, but on the contrary, I've been working with teenagers for the last ten years, and unfortunately, there are consequences for young people. When young people do dumb sh- they have to pay for it. Unlike Takashi 69, who is part of this radical movement of, of artists who, who, who create this, this contorted version of what hip hop has always been, right? Authentic, you know what I'm saying? Raw. He's very uh, devoted to being controversial. He's very devoted to be unapologetically himself, which young people are gonna gravitate towards. On the contrary to that, while he sets a fire to this radicalism, he doesn't talk about the way that this radicalism can get you burnt. So when a man does something like, you know, uh, I don't have to simply have respect for anything or anyone around me because of who I am. Now that's cool for Takashi, but when a little white boy from the suburbs does that in Compton, we got a problem. And who do you think is playing Takashi Six Nine? You think it's people from the hood? Cause it ain't. Mm. He's trash. Yeah. And yeah. And that's and that's where I want to get at. <laughs> I mean, regardless if you like him or not. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you have to be like him no. to like him. No. This is like, I like Pac back in the day over Biggie. Yeah. But as an adult, I've grown to like Biggie as much as Pac, maybe even more. So it was just at the time I had chosen a side yeah. and I stayed with it. Yeah. But as an adult yeah. and as a person who's, whose mind has evolved and I've grown to gained all this wisdom yeah. with age yeah. is that it's not everything is all or nothing no. not everything is end all be all no. you know you, you you gotta be able to walk on both sides of the street yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. you can't just, just be on one side of the street yeah. and expect to make it around yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. main thing for me in this uh, to conclude this for myself is that uh, it's just because you're successful at doing something and you make it and you, you know you could make some money and get a name for yourself doesn't mean that you did good yeah. That doesn't mean that that's good or good for anything. It's like, yeah, he got big. It's like, well, he's polarizing people. Pay attention. He's got his name out there. He's blowing up. Da, 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 da. Yeah, Why are you hating I, on him? But it's because he's doing it the, in a horrible way and yeah. he's doing it in a damaging way. I, Donald I, Trump did what he did and made it to president. Do you think? Do you just think he's great now just because he made it that far and no. he made some money? He's literally just saying the same thing. It's like it doesn't matter what you do as long as you make it. You're okay and you're good. Why are you hating on him? And I'm sick of that mentality hey, applying to hip hop. Because hey, some people have compromising morals, and I'm sick of them getting props for them. Their compromising morals making them successful. There's certain people that troll, and they're successful trollers. Yeah. I get that you're a successful troller, but your yeah. music is trash. That's all I'm going to say. Right. At least 50 Cent and Kanye had good music. Yeah. All right. Very quick bar rant, and then we got to close up the show. Let's get right into it. I have a very simple one. I'm going to cut it short and we're out of here. All right. Credit cards. You can trust your bartender with your credit card, everybody. We're not going to rob you. We're not going to steal from you. I'm not going to order a TV off of Amazon during my eight-hour shift while I'm making, like, four old fashions and a couple of margaritas, all right? Just give me a card. I'll swipe it. You'll be all said and done. Give it back. If you feel weird about it and you don't feel weird about the whole situation, just carry some cash with you. I think it's really awkward about that. You can trust us with your credit card. Do not worry. <laughs> I, I'm going to piggyback on that one. 
if you give me a credit card and it's chewed up and got holes all in it and all that <laughs> stuff like that, and you, and you get mad at me that I it's take, I'm taking forever to manually put in your stuff. Yeah, go to the ATM yeah. and bring me cash. Then instead of that, then yeah, like don't don't bring me this janky card. And wonder why it's taking me so long. Yeah, wipe that coke off of there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Yeah, let's be real though. That's true.